0: i <laughs> you <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is...
1: Happening. This was the go home show for Monday Night Raw before Elimination Chamber, which is in a few days. Oh my goodness! Hello, Senor
0: Luciano. Welcome back. <laughs> and he's back in the basement. We don't have to worry about him anymore.
1: Yeah. I hope you. I hope you hooked him up though with Wi-Fi and Peacock so he could at least watch Elimination Chamber this weekend. Oh, of course he has all that. I'm on a monster. That is very, very fair. But hello, all you Biconics wrestling nerds out there. And welcome to another rendition of the Raw Squad Reviews, your weekly WWE Monday Night Raw review team. I am your host, Mikey El Hefe himself. And joining me, as always, this week, because Minnie's locked back in the basement, is Señor Luchadont. And we are here to cover the go-home show for Monday Night Raw as Elimination Chambers this weekend. And this Monday Night Raw took place in Anaheim, California on February 19, 2024. A little bit further than my backyard, but, you know, in the state of California. It's going to be nuts. But we are here to recap, so let's see uh, if we can beat our personal record. So let's just jump in. Monday Night Raw opens up this week with a match between Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes. I'm going to this to me felt like a pay-per-view quality match through it,
0: and through. It really did. It, I was kind of surprised they opened the show with this.
1: Uh, and I'm yeah, I was kind of I'm kind of surprised they opened this match up. They opened Raw with this match, but then as I'm looking at the rest of the card, I'm like I honestly don't know where I would have put it.
0: That's true cuz you like do you have Gunther and Jay? Open, or do you have Cody and it was it was it was they had this was to be honest this wall almost felt like a pay-per-view
1: it really did because there was a, there was some backstage segments and the quality of wrestling was really good because we only really got like five four or five matches this evening and so it felt like a pay-per-view but all the matches felt all the matches were good oh and they were all given time too which i love to see that but again drew versus cody this was a pay-per-view worthy match i thought it was really good and then cody has drew dead to rights and then of course jimmy uso and solo sokoa the bloodline run interference again which allows drew to hit the claymore which cody sells very beautifully to pick up the win right here and this one will... so the bloodline is starting to invade and mess with cody now which I'm excited for, because then Cody's going to start invading SmackDown and getting his com- and getting Jimmy and Solo who their comeuppance too.
0: I want to put it out there with this: this I was still think Randy might
1: be possibly fighting Solo at WrestleMania.
0: Since Mania last year, this is the first time Cody's been pinned in a singles match.
1: That is very, very true. So this is crazy, but honestly. I'm kind of happy to see Drew pick up the victory because, with Drew being in the chamber match, you want to have him have some momentum going in. Especially since he's the only raw guy representing for the right. chamber match, which is really weird. But again, Jimmy and Zello are running interference, uh, force Roman Reigns. And The Rock, apparently. So this will not be the last time we talk about the bloodline because they'll make a reappearance, or specifically Jimmy will make a reappearance later. This this match rolled.
0: I loved it so much. Dude, it was a banger match. I think, truly though, I think Cody really needs to work on how he lands the Cody cutter because he lands on his hip so hard. Like that man in, in 10 years is going to have to get a brand new hip because how often he lands on his hip.
1: Yeah, we don't want Cody to hurt himself here. So hopefully he can do it better because we want Cody to have a long career. So after this, we get a quick promo from Andrade El Idolo. So he's going to be keeping the El Idolo portion of his name that he had when he was in AEW. And now that he's back with all this. Which then leads into just a perfect segment. Cody's in the back with the medical team. Seth Rollins comes in. No words are exchanged, which me I I'm still holding on hope with these interactions. I think we're getting a tag team match with Cody and Seth against Roman and Rock night one of WrestleMania.
0: That's what it looks like. I'm hoping it doesn't main event it though because Bailey and Io should main event night one.
1: Yeah, one of the women's like one of the women's matches should be main eventing night one. So That's I'm sweet. hoping it would be it better be Io and Bailey. I hope it's EO and Bailey.
0: Well, it, it's she's she won the rumble, so that would make sense. But it also is like, if they do that, that means both belts are going up for grabs on night two. So, do you open with Seth and close with Cody, or do you? What do you do with that? Does this card looks like it's going to be pretty stacked for night one and night two, of Mania?
1: Right, because if we break it down they're probably going to split the like level belts. So like Cody and Roman and Seth's belt will be defended on different nights. Then you'll have the U S title and the IC title probably defended separately on both, like on both nights. And then EO and Rhea's titles will be on separate nights too. And then you throw in whatever else you can, because that's not even counting the tag team championships for both men and the
0: women and jimmy versus jay looks like we're gonna be getting that
1: yes which we'll talk about when we get to our main event but after this segment with seth and cody continuing to tease that there's going to be a tag team match we spent like 35 minutes in this women's elimination chamber last chance battle royale so i thought and i was under the assumption that it was just going to be the women that lost their chamber matches but no this was the whole entire Raw and Women Smackdown that weren't already in the chamber. And so <clears throat> we pretty much got all the women in there. But the surprise is Raquel Rodriguez has returned from injury because she comes out before commercial break. And I'm just like, I think this throws the chamber. I'm still holding on that Becky is winning the chamber, but this kind of throws things in for a loop now. <laughs> but. Some highlights for me, Chelsea Green just rolling out of the, ring, like, getting thrown under the ring, and then she doesn't make a reappearance until the very
0: end. With she pulled a, a Santino Morella.
1: I love Chelsea so much, and I thought that was funny. Ivy Nile got some really good offense in before getting thrown over towards the final six, final five.
0: Keep in mind, it took two to throw her out. It took Zoe Stark and Shayna Bezla to get her out, so she's looking really strong.
1: Exactly. So if we don't include Chelsea, our final four end up being Mechin Zoe Stark, and Shayna Baszler. Meechin gets thrown out, then goes Shayna, and then Raquel throws out Zoe, and then Chelsea comes in. I would have laughed so hard, and I would have actually applauded WWE if they let Chelsea throw out Raquel, but Raquel reverses it and throws out Chelsea, so Raquel Rodriguez is the winner and fills in the final spot for... The Women's Elimination Chamber. We'll talk about the segment later, but at this point, the card now for the Women's Elimination Chamber is Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Naomi, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, and the final participant, Raquel Rodriguez. I'm going to be honest, between the men's and the women's, I think the men's is going to be fun, but this Women's Chamber is stacked.
0: They're both heavily stacked.
1: Holy crap. I'm... as the much crazy as I love is, Bobby, I would have picked Bronson, but yeah.
0: The crazy thing is, between both of them, the weakest member, and she is still phenomenal, but the weakest member of Anilom is Tiffany Stratton. and that's saying something when she's the weakest.
1: Exactly. And I'm actually really excited because main, of, main roster sees something in her, and so this is going to be a big test for her of how she holds up in the Elimination Chamber, but I'm super stoked for Tiffany and I, this women's chamber match is going to be stacked. It is going to be so much fun. So I'm happy to see Raquel back. I hope she does very well. And we'll talk about the women's segment in a little bit later. So Jay Uso cuts a quick promo backstage. Mr. Yeet himself is going to come home with championship gold. Then we get this satellite interview with Rhea and Naya. And Kudos to main roster because they made Rhea the baby face in this interview. <laughs> I was just like, she talked about how she's proud and she's going to be honored to wrestle in front of, you know, her home. And Naya talks her mess and then Rhea's like, I'm going to destroy you and then leaves the interview segment. So I'm excited for this match. I'm one of the few people that are. I think this is going to be fun.
0: I'm excited for the match because I like watching mommy wrestle. I just skip the promo.
1: Yeah, nothing that we haven't heard before. Then we get this like, <laughs> bo- oh my gosh, we got to talk about this next part because this was fun neat. So then we get like this dateline like specialty of R-Truth oh and my Rain Poncho. That was so interviewed funny. Out. This? Oh my god. It's like a it was like a 2020 special with Oprah Winfrey. It's just like my like, goodness. But R-Truth is like, I was hurt. You know, by the actions of the Judgment Day, I thought we were cool, but that's okay. I'm gonna heal. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" After
0: all of this, after everything that betrayed you, are you gonna let somebody in again? <laughs> oh <laughs> my, my god, dude! I need to know if they're giving this to our truth
1: or if our truth is coming up with this at the top of his head. But I, I, is- I don't. It could be either oh, or. Oh my gosh. Our Truth is a national treasure. We need to keep him safe at all times. But this was gold. I loved it so much. Then after we get some quick promos from Chad Gable and Ivar hyping up their match later, we enter our 8-man tag match which is uh, which is Awesome Truth and DIY taking on the Judgment Day once again. Everybody did great, but Our Truth was killing it.
0: Our Truth is 51 years old.
1: I'm just like, sir, you have not lost the step. This was great. I love this match. The Judgment Day boys pick up the victory here, unfortunately. But this was a really fun match. And I'm going to be completely honest. Just from an entertainment perspective, this is probably my match of the night. But wrestling-wise, it will probably go to a match we see later. But this eight-man tag was so much fun. And I'm just like, this is why I like multi-person tag matches because when you have the right people it's a lot of fun
0: everybody everybody kind of did you know watching it came on i was eating when i was watching this so i don't remember i don't think dom ever got tagged in
1: you know what now that i think about it dominic was kind of non-existent this match but then again and we talked about it on the SmackDown review that we will see him in action this on the Go Home Show for SmackDown because they double taped it last week, which is going to be interesting. But it makes sense for the Judgment Day to pick up the victory. You have Finn and Damian picking up a win with some momentum heading into their yeah, championship was, match against Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn on Saturday.
0: I was generally very surprised that they left the Judgment Day win. I thought the Judgment Day was going to lose.
1: I mean, that's very fair. But it seems that WWE is trying to let their champions still pick up victory before the pay-per-view. So, again, this eight-man tag was so entertaining. I loved it. R-Truth. I want R-Truth to have one more run now. I want Tommaso Ciampa versus Finn Balor. Yes. Give me that immediately, too. There's These eight, these eight men in particular, Like I am cool if you give me iteration. But, yeah, Tommaso and, Tommaso and Finn is at the top of my list for sure. We get a recap of what happened on SmackDown with the Bloodline and The Rock, which then cuts into Sami Zayn promo.
0: Cody Crybaby, entitled Cody Crybaby Bitches. Sorry, <laughs> the I just rocked that.
1: That was hilarious. So that recap goes into a backstage promo from Sami. You know, the path is unclear for him for WrestleMania, but he's going to do whatever it takes to get there, which then. I'll couple this in later, we get anime villain himself, Shinsuke Nakamura, and we're seeming to continue this feud for a little bit, where him and Sammy are going to have a match next week, where I think Sammy's actually going to get a win over Shinsuke, because Shinsuke picked up the victory last time they faced off.
0: I'm okay with it. Shinsuke and Sammy can wrestle all day on my TV.
1: Yes, I want them to have... An equal, if not greater, match than they had at that takeover one time in NXT Black and Gold era. Ugh, it was so good. So then we get into probably the weirdest segment of the evening. Once again, this involves the Women's Elimination Chamber participants. So Becky Lynch, with her outfit was fire, and I want her to keep the backwards hat. It just fits with her personality very well. Backwards hat and sunglasses. Yes, it was amazing. So Becky cuts a promo, and she basically does the same thing as she did last week she's gonna fight and claw her way she's in the chamber with some amazing women but she's going to do what it takes to get to Rhea at at Wrestlemania which then prompts Liv to come out and then Liv talks to Becky that Becky needs to kind of step aside and get to the back of the line because Liv has unfinished business with Rhea gives the reason why and then she also reminds everyone because I forgot about this that Liv is the only person to pin is the last person to be able to pin Rhea Ripley. I was like, you know what? That is very true. I'm like, I forgot about that. Big mommy live. Yep, man. I, I would love. I think a future. I think another women's title run is in her future because the first one wasn't that great. And it's not her fault. But I, I hope is. to
0: God she gets it. I love Liv Morgan.
1: I do, too. Which then prompts Raquel to come out, which then prompts Naomi, then Tiffany, then Bianca. Then, just like every other multi-person match that we see, fight breaks out. Nia comes in, destroys everyone. And that is how we end this segment. <laughs> Sounds about right. I mean, Nia Naya Naya looks strong heading into chamber on Saturday. And then the rest of the women are going to be facing off to see who faces Rhea. Super excited. Gunther cuts, of, cuts of a fun promo. And then we get to the German suplex master himself. Chad Gable versus Ivar. Oh my gosh. This match. <laughs> Bring her. Chad Gable is amazing and he never see- like the way he just German suplex Ivar I'm like it was literally in slow motion
0: He makes it so Effortless I don't get how a man that used to Go by the name of Shorty G Is so damn strong
1: Seriously My goodness But
0: that's right We don't forget about the Shorty G
1: Yeah I mean I tried to but I was Gosh
0: Fuck you, two thousand early twenty twenty WWE booking and naming, Butch, Butch, Butch. I'm
1: so happy he's back to being Pete Dunn.
0: The fuck y'all doing? To- you know what? I know we really know what they were doing. It's why nobody's there anymore. dumb fuckers
1: Seriously, they try to ruin their careers and they're still here. So thank goodness. And so. Chad picks up the victory here, and we were talking a little bit off camera, Senor Luchado, and you brought up a good point. I think n- now that, you know, what happened in the main event happened, I think that Chad is still probably the best person to dethrone Gunther for that title. Unless Seamus comes back, then Seamus should do it.
0: Yeah, after everything that we were seeing, it looks like we're gonna get the uh the Usos uso Battle Royale at uh at Chamber. I hope their dad gets involved somehow. But yeah, I think we're getting Chad, Chad Alicious Gabriel
1: and Gunther at WrestleMania. I hope so. If not, if Sheamus doesn't come back cuz the icy title is the only belt Sheamus has yet to win in order to be a true Grand Slam champion. So hopefully we'll see what happens, but I think Gunther is walking out to WrestleMania without a title. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's where we're heading. I hope so. So then Drew cuts a promo backstage. While he's not happy with the victory, he's going to take the win. He's still not happy with the bloodline, nor is he working with them. But heading into chamber, he's going to be the one to win, which I'm like, you're probably right. (laughs) Then the New Day cut this very fun promo. I really like this one. They're not done with Imperium, so they're going to end it next week. We're going to have a street fight in which, they per- which Kofi then proceeds to look straight into the camera and do New Day rocks with the kendo stick. And I'm just like, I'm here for perpetual violence. I'm here for a good street fight. I honestly don't know who should walk. I hope the New Day walk out as the winners, but honestly, I don't know who would wa- who's going to walk out next week as the winner because it can go either or right now. You
0: know, I love the New Day. I kind of, there's a small part of me that wants Imperium to win.
1: I think it would do wonders if Imperium won. (laughs) Because the whole thing is, is that they're continuing to lose and Gunther Q's getting mad at them. So I, there's a little small part of me. I agree with you, Senor Luchadont, that Imperium walks away next week with the victory. But honestly, the way that we built this, it can go either way. And I think this is going to be a fun match next week. Which then leads us into our main event for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Gunther versus Jey Uso. This match was also pay-per-view quality. Oh my god. Oh my god. The match
0: was so good.
1: First and foremost, it's Gunther. We know he's going he's gonna to do great. And I loved the spot where he like not chokes but like grabs jay and starts yelling at him which then proceeds jay to answer back with a yeet slap
0: (laughs) it's like i still doesn't beat him to smacking the dog shit out of him last week seriously but it was still i just like how gunther his whole thing is he just beats the living fuck out of you that's how he wins (laughs) matches
1: seriously but I love that Jay was able to hang in there and, you know, fire back for a lot of the offense. Again, this is a pay per view worry quality match, and, you know, it looked like Jay was on the brink of winning, and then someone mysteriously starts ringing the bell, and it turns out it's Jimmy Uso.
0: They, he, I think they should have done another, another way for him to interview with the match, because him just doing the bell was kind of like, okay, just you should have just got the three count.
1: Or like if he wanted to, he could have pulled the ref out of the ring, too, because I right. thought that would have been fun. But that, you know, when that happened, the match wasn't over. So Gunther tries again and Jay once again, you know, gets the upper hand. But then he sees red was as soon as he sees Jimmy being escorted out by security, goes to the dive through the rope, which then allows Gunther as Jay tries to go for another Uso splash to kind of roll him up for the win. Gunther won, but he had to do the surprise roll up in order to win it wasn't def- it wasn't a definitive win because Gunther, as soon as he picked up the win he rolled out there he's like i'm out bye <laughs>
0: right right so like I-, I kind of hope there's more with jane gunther for like manny or something, but i think we're still getting jimmy versus jay i think and so good combat
1: Hopefully it's a lot better than the SummerSlam iteration of that that we got because then Jimmy proceeds to beat the living tar out of Jay. Continual Uso splashes. Oh yeah, he him was up. like
0: he was like, well, remember, no matter how big you get, I'm still the big brother. Mm.
1: Yep. And so Jimmy is standing over a beating of Jay as Raw goes off the air. As we said, we're probably getting Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. Finally for who knows how long. We We should have got this sooner.
0: I think they were purposely saving it for Mania.
1: Yeah, but I'm excited for both of them to have this singles match at WrestleMania because this is what they, this is one thing they've always wanted. They wanted to face each other at WrestleMania. (sighs) Depending on how we build the story, I think Jay should walk out the winner of this one. Right, right. But I still think it's going to be entertaining because Jimmy and Jay individually are really good and I can't wait for them to fight.
0: I hope it happens night two and it sets up Jimmy leaving the bloodline so it helps Cody win.
1: Yes, I would love this match to be like towards the middle or towards the middle of night two because then we get a breather between the other matches, which then we'll see Jimmy and Jay come back for Roman's match against Cody and then everything will happen, which is going to be good. But that brings us to the end of this week's Monday Night Raw, Senor Luchador. So uh, before we get on out of here, we got to give our final ratings. So on a scale of 10 here that we use at the Biconics, what do you rate this week's Raw?
0: I give this a (laughs) 9. It was a solid, raw, good-go-home show. Very, very good. I feel like this was a raw...
1: I'm going to agree with you. I'm also going to give it a nine. I thought the whole entire three hours was paced very, very well. Outside of maybe the clunkiness of the women's elimination chamber-like segment where everyone came out to cut a promo, I think everything worked. We talked a little bit about this before the show that I compared this to a sandwich because we started with a banger, which was Drew and Cody. We ended with the banger, which was Guther and Jay. Both matches set something up for WrestleMania with the involvement of Jimmy and Solo, respectively. And then everything in between was towards Elimination Chamber, towards WrestleMania, and then also building up your weekly Monday Night Raw show, too, because we're getting matches next week on Monday Night Raw post-Elimination Chamber. But that is the go-home show. So we, here at the Biconics, because it wasn't announced during the review, the Friday night faction crew is not going to be reviewing Friday night Smackdown because when we record the Friday night Smackdown review, it will be past elimination chamber, but to fear not the Friday night faction boys are skipping f- f- Smackdown and are going to be focusing all our energy on elimination chamber and the review itself this upcoming Monday. So I'm super excited. The me, the professor and Senior Lucha Don't are many, depending on who, you know, is able to get to the computer first. We will be reviewing Elimination Chamber this upcoming Monday, but that is going to be it for myself and Senior Luchadon't. Remember, before we sign off, like this video, subscribe to everything we do here on the YouTube channel, follow us all over the social medias at BC WrestlePod. If you can't commit to watching our beautiful faces, we have audio versions of all our reviews, so you can take us on the go. And of course, you can see us at our first convention live Saturday, May eighteenth, and Sunday, May nineteenth. We're gonna be at the new rest, We're gonna be at the New Jersey Wrestle. Show in Middleton, New Jersey So the Biconics are going to have their own Table there, come say hi, talk to us About wrestling, tell us why we're right Tell us why we're wrong, or get a picture with us We love to meet people And we're also hoping that While we're also working the table, we can talk To some of our favorites, Nyla Rose If you're going to be there, stop by the table Like, I have a question for you, I need to know where you got your Outfit from this past episode of Bring of Honor Because it is great, but me and Señor Luchadon are going to get on out of here so from the both of us and the rest of the conics, boys, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, stay conic, you beautiful guys, gals, non-binary pals, he, she, theys, and gays of the internet. We will see you for Elimination Chamber next week on Monday. But until then, ta-ta for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Vibe Tribe production. What's going to happen next time? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. But until then, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, make sure that you keep the good times rolling. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time.